Well, hello again, everyone, and welcome back to the Dog Show Drive with Wayne and Will. I'm Wayne Kavanaugh. Yes, you're Wayne Kavanaugh. I'm Will Alexander. You are I'm here indeed. for you. You are indeed, young Wayne. You're always here for me. This week, we're going to talk about the places that the dogs take us. Also, the things you can do with your dogs and how far they can take you with accumulating really cool titles appropriate for your breed. All that and more right here on the Dog Show Drive. resplendent in your Wayne Gretzky restaurant hockey jersey. No, it's a sweatshirt. It's a sweatshirt, yeah. So they used to have a restaurant down by the, the Sky Dome. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we just walked across after the game and have dinner at Wayne Gretzky's, you know. He was never there, but. Yeah. Well, Are no, you exhausted? Did you stay up late last night? I stayed up because, you know, his mom named him after me, Wayne. Yeah. So I have a great affinity for him. So I stayed up to watch the post-game show last night. <clears throat> A little tired, but maybe a little hoarse from screaming. I don't know. Could be. What a game. Oh, my gosh. The There's Florida just no Panthers are them, going to the right? Stanley Cup, ladies and gentlemen. And there's just no stopping them. There's just, they're just a machine, you know? And, and, and like Carolina is an incredible team. Like they're probably the best team in the league right now. And they couldn't get by Borowski and those boys. I don't know. It's crazy. And Kachuk, and whenever they needed a goal, he had one. Yeah. On Mr. Clutch. Uh, Who would ever guess four straight against Carolina? Oof. And Carolina, truthfully, and I'm a fan, Panthers fan, outplayed them. Oh, they're a great team. They're a great they're coach team. team. They have the best system. They have their they're stable in every position. Like they're, yeah. I don't, I don't. It's just crazy. I love the way uh, they suck every. They suck everybody over to the blue dot on the right side, and they collapse in, and then they send the D around. And he goes behind the net and out front. And as he's coming across, they feed it back to him. And everybody's already pulled over the corner. It's brilliant. Everything about that play. He's just so good. Brendan Moore's so good. But how depressing to do everything right, to have the best team on the ice. And by the way, the Panthers never won by more than one goal, did they? No. no. They, 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 <clears throat> if they got two goals, Bobrovsky, you know, shut the door pretty well yeah. for them. So. so exciting to watch. But they are a team at Florida. is a team of destiny. So we all forget, though, they were the president's trophy winner last year. They were the right. best team in the league last year. They had a lot well, of injuries Boston, this year and a few changes. And Yeah, and then this year, they beat the best team yeah. in Boston, they, right? And, be, and Boston had the best regular season in NHL history. Yeah. Blew them out of the water. Yeah. And that was just a little warm-up for that game up in, uh, where was it? Um, it's where Gretzky's restaurant is. Toronto. Oh, Toronto, yeah. Toronto, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, since Bobrovsky's entered the net, the Panthers have only lost one game. That's and who did they lose it to? The Toronto. mighty Maple Leafs. That's right. <laughs> so we're planning a parade for that one game against Bobrovsky that we won. <laughs> I, I'm sure we've well. lost a few listeners already. <laughs> They're just talking about, talking about hockey. <laughs> Oh, the dogs. And 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 uh, let's see. So I'm sure one of those players is a dog. But we did that last week, I think. Anyway, it looks like it's going to be the Florida Panthers against the Las Vegas Knights, Golden Knights, I'm sorry. Yeah. And um, if that, because the, the Knights are up 3-0, so they should yeah. be able to close it out. If not, you know, that's cool too. Uh, but if that happens, we have two desert teams, or not desert, but two towns with sand and palm trees, Nevada playing Florida, Uh, sand and palm trees. Well, so we need, you need to get up to Toronto and get sand and palm trees going on in the whole area around the arena. That could help. I'm just saying. Yeah. And neither one of those teams have ever won the Stanley cup before. Mm -hmm. So this is going to be it. And you know what? Mark Stone, the captain of the Las Vegas Golden Knights, has a soft coated wheat and terrier. There you go. So we're back, people. We're back. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Maple Leafs have never won the Stanley Cup either, have they? I mean, not in memorable history. I'm sorry, Will. Okay, dogs. Uh, That's, thanks for coming out, people. That's the end of the show. 
We've won the second most Stanley Cups in any other team. Yeah, that was before electricity, wasn't it? How'd they keep the ice cold? Anyway, um, (laughs) hey, I'm a Maple Leafs fan too. We all know. I just like. (laughs) And we're in such turmoil up here right now. We don't need this kind of nonsense. (laughs) That's right. Anyway, let's move on to dogs, I guess, and we can do that. Um, I just want to say that. Dog shows take us to places. I've been thinking about this all week, mm-hmm. and then it happened. Places we never would have been, well, if it wasn't for dog shows. Yeah. If it wasn't for dogs anywhere in the world. You know where Andrew Green and Peter Green and Beth Swigert are, and, and Amy, to Amy? Is I saw the picture. Wasn't that a fabulous They're picture? Buckingham Palace. Yeah. I mean, who would have thought that our friends, and there's plenty of them, Andrew Brace, I think, and Frank Kane, I assume, they're all at Buckingham Palace. This is the anniversary of the Kennel Club, the Kennel Club. Mm-hmm. Um, or some people say the Kennel Club. Or they, yeah, I it's saw the picture of Amy and Kennel Andrew Club. this morning. It looks They look yeah. like movie stars. It's yeah, great. they do. Yeah. And uh, it, Vince is there from Dog the World, one of the English papers. Uh, they're all there. And it's just so cool to see uh, a celebration of the Kennel Club in England at Buckingham Palace. And these are places that, I mean, I've had dinner with Prince Andrew uh, or Prince Michael of Kent uh, in Bermuda. I, I I mean, I'm on the, I came from the wrong side of the tracks, sort of. And it's amazing. I've had dinner with Wayne Kavanaugh. You And Wayne Gretzky. Well, not Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> His mother named him after me. A lot of people don't know. Yeah, that. I've been to Wayne Gretzky's house where he was born, though. You shouldn't have broken in. Well, were the cops there? No, I'll tell you, it's incredible. I was at the dog show in Brantford, Ontario, because that's where Wayne. Good bringing it in. I like that's it. where Brant. That's where Wayne Gretzky's house is, Brantford, Ontario. I was in Shoppers Drug Mart getting something, and Walter Gretzky, Wayne's dad, was there, and he was the friendliest guy in the world. And he, we started chatting about dogs, about hockey and dog shows, blah blah. He invited me back to the house. And we went out. Oh, yeah, I got. He gave me all kinds of Sian Wayne stuff. I got to see the trophy room. I got to see the bedroom. I was, yeah, it was incredible. That's just the kind of guy he was. That beats the queen. That beats meeting the queen. Well, Well, in this case, the king. Um, But plenty of people in our sport have actually met the queen, too, not me. But, I haven't. No, yeah, I, have, I still cool. have that photo where Pete met her, Peter Green met her, and that's a great yeah, picture. So. It is, it is. But we go to places that, I mean, I, I remember you know taking trains around Budapest with Jim Edwards just so we could go to a dog show in Paris and plenty of other places. These are things that wouldn't happen without this sport, and I never ever take it for granted. Or I'm planning, I have a show in a really cool place coming up, and um, I said to Cheryl this morning, we need to rent a VRBO for the week out there um it's you know that's the kind of thing that really does make you think of all the amazing things that are attached to our celebration of these dogs it's just so cool so cool and today i get to go to a cocktail reception with the new supervisor of texas corners so it's unbelievable i haven't met him but we have now twelve thousand people in our village so this guy is just like the prince, the king, any of them. Well, for your village, name, she is, you know. I think his name is Paul. That's all I know. But uh, I hope he has good cake. That's all I hope. Anyway. There's nothing beats a good piece of cake and a cup of Sanka. Uh, <laughs> 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 Once in a while, I'll sell Brody. Are you using this product for dogs or whatever? He goes, Dad, they haven't made that in 50 years. <laughs> You have one of these, don't you? A what? <laughs> Where's the kettle biscuit? <laughs> we have to make some stuff balls. Where's the kettle biscuit? <laughs> put, the, put the kettle on. Let's, let's get the kettle biscuit going. Got to make That's the right. stuff balls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Stuff balls are another topic I do not want to talk about. Anyway, no. um, speaking of England, mm-hmm. where the English toy spaniel comes from, you know what I'm doing in about an hour or two, Will? I'm going to the English Toy Spaniel National. Oh, nice. Yes. And that's in, that's in Kalamazoo? In Kalamazoo, Michigan, yes. Um, it's a big weekend for dog shows here. I think there's, I don't know, 15 of them. Uh, we've got a bunch of specialties and then a whole bunch of all breeds in a row. So it's a big weekend. And I think there's, you know, 1,500 entries on Thursday, maybe, or Friday. Oh, excellent. So, yeah, it's, it's a big weekend. Of course, it's a big weekend for... 
the entire country for dog shows. Now, this is Memorial Day weekend, which is one of the biggest. I don't like judging on Memorial Day. In fact, I usually, I, I don't accept assignments because the travel is just horrendous. Well, sure. like, yeah. like Eddie said to me, Eddie Zuck, our friend, said he doesn't take them because he wants to be home for the three-day weekend, hang out in the backyard and barbecue and not get stuck in traffic. You have to make those choices as you get, you know, as you move on in the world. But um, this past weekend, Will, uh, so the, I judged in Indiana, the, I'm going to read the number of show, the number of entries of every show in America. This is last Saturday. Last week, okay. Uh, Arizona, 5'11". I'm sorry, that's Arkansas, 5'11". California, 5'81 in California. Another California, 6'46". Indiana, 5'31". Maryland was the biggest at 11'20", but the absentees were made it down to eight or 900. Maine, 5'64". New England, or maybe that's Nebraska, 6'33". New Mexico, 524. New York, 393. Ohio, 440. Tennessee, 561. Texas, 536. Utah, 601. Wisconsin, 596. That's just sickening. That is I mean, incredible. Just, I wrote that down. That's incredible when you see it in front of you. It is. I mean, it's just, it's just bizarre when you look at these numbers and look at these places that I mean, California, I used to think of those as 2,000 dog shows all day at two 500s. Um, it's a different world. Yeah. The only thing, and I, we, I don't want to be this one to death. We have things to talk about, but this 200 miles has got to go. It's just too many. It allows for too many shows. And we've got to get to three or 400 miles because it's just crazy. And I know people... You know, well, it's so convenient. Yeah, let's have one every weekend. You can have 10 dogs at every show, and everybody get a best in show. Everybody get everybody. a really, yeah. When you got a best in show back when the average entry was 15, 1700, oh. average entry. I don't know. They're all big wins. Don't get me wrong. But man, you only have to beat 300. And by the way, those are the numbers without absentees. And the absentee rates are hanging at around 20, sometimes 30%. That's crazy because when I was growing up, it was 10%. That was right. the average absentee. Mm-hmm. And there's still shows with 10, 15%. But when you put them this close together, guess what happens? They Band choose otherwise. That's right. Band That's right. So you, most of the top dogs are entered in two or three shows a day. So it spreads the. It's not like people got sick and aren't coming. It's because, well, two things, two things. One is they've multiple, they've entered everywhere. And the other reason for absentees is because they enter and there's never a point or a manger. We have 1,500 dogs showed this weekend. There's two pointers entered. Yeah. No points. Uh, it's just that way. And there, there are no Lagotos. There's certain breeds that don't have any entries. And this is a pretty good size show. When you have 200 and some breeds now and you're spreading them over 300 dogs, <laughs> it's like a dog in it. 1.2 dogs a exactly. breed. Exactly. <laughs> think about it that way. Like I know we tell the number you have, you only have to beat 300 dogs. But I have to I do have to sit to stress. When when Best in Show walks in, there's usually seven really good dogs, no oh, matter what no the doubt. entry is. So there's, there's still no when you win that best in show, you've accomplished something. But it would be still nicer to have the, the numbers behind it. So. yeah. No, there's no doubt at the show, and I'm not saying all seven always. Um at a show I was at recently. Three out of the seven. And yeah. that's going to happen when you have 16 dogs in a group. Um, but typically, you're still going to have a great lineup. Really, when you have you know 20 total terriers entered, um, I don't know. I don't know. But the owner handler groups are pretty vibrant. Uh, I did a bunch of those last weekend. And I had, I mean, pretty full groups in Sporting and Hound. And tough, tough you know, best in show dogs are in there. Yeah. Well, they're fun when you see them like that. Yeah. They've come a long way. They really have. Like from the yeah, from the have. first show I ever experienced them to now, they have come a long way. They are they're... in the beginning, you'd walk by and go, that's the owner handler group. Yeah. Now you walk by and go, is that the Ooh, regular group? Look at that dog. Look at that setter. Yeah. Look at that swinger. And you might not even know which group it is for a split second. You go, is that the regular group or is that the yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. The other thing that some people are suggesting is no more five-day shows. 
You know, some people are saying no four-day shows. Yeah, no, I, I think four days is pushing it. I really do. It's hard on the body. Yeah. It's hard on the dogs. Yeah, and the absentee rates on the Monday uh, yes. usually are way up. People just well, go home, you know. This show that I'm here in Kalamazoo this weekend with over 1,500, 1,600 entries, uh, I think every day, I know the early days, they're that big, maybe goes higher on Saturday. But by Monday, it's a ghost town over there. Oh, yeah. It's a ghost town. People either want to get back to work or they finish their dog the first three days, because that's not too difficult these days, um, or they're just tired and want to go home, or they've been getting their butt kicked all week by the same dog and say, I'm that's you. enough of that. <laughs> that's enough of that, for sure. <laughs> and that's another thing with these, with the 200 mile radius, we see it over and over again. You start off a weekend, we chased one, Will. Miss Pete chased one right here in Kalamazoo. I think it was the top dog in the country at the time. After Pete kicked their butt, they went so yep, long. Yep, yep. yep. <laughs> Those are the days, Wayne. Those are the days. Back when we want everything, Will. No yeah, dog yeah. show was safe with us. <laughs> and each show, there they were. They got to be four or 5,000 entries every show we want. I think it was 20,000. 20, it was like Crufts, 25,000. <laughs> hey, we're going to, are we really, we got to do this. We got to plan this Crufts trip. Dog show drive to Crufts, yeah. I yeah, agree. I know Steve Herman wants to go. Um, there's a bunch of us. I think we should get a posse. All right. Um, I'm, I'm in. I'll do it. Take, take the show on the road. I'll see Steve next weekend up in the New England Sporting Club, Sporting Dog Show. Uh, that'd be fun. I like Sporting Dog group shows. I like any group shows. Yeah. There's four or 500, and that's and that's one group. <laughs> right. You gotta love I'm that. I'm just thinking like... of that. I'm thinking 400 Sporting Dogs, pretty good. Then I'm looking at my list going, hmm, it beats the Aubrey shows last weekend. Oh, yeah. The Monroe Sporting Dog, especially, you guys have there in Michigan. That's huge. That's huge. That's the Montgomery of Sporting Dogs. It is. It absolutely is. And the quality of the sporting breeds. Oh, my. Jeez. It's unbelievable. And the show is so well run and the prizes. It's just just beautiful. It is. And when the weather's nice and it's outside and the giant ring for sporting dogs, and there's three or four rows for the judges to sit because there's that many judges there are that many judges because you have that many entries and that many yeah. breeds. You can't give somebody the entire group. By the way, the show, the last show I did, there are four judges for the whole weekend. That's all you need. Yeah. And if one of those judges has six groups, um, uh, he judged a lot. Yeah. That, that's the norm up here because, like, our average show was like I told you, three to five hundred dogs. Yeah. And uh, we have four judges. Yeah. Usually it's, that's all you need for the weekend. Man, that's interesting. That is interesting. You get, well, I had Charlie and Liz were on that panel, too. They were both all rejects. Yeah, so. we heard how Liz is doing. Liz, yeah, Liz had, she was there this weekend. I oh, got to, excellent. I got excellent. to judge with her and sit and talk with her. And we had a wonderful time. She said she's feeling great. Well, well that's good news. Her. That was good yeah. news. She said, I feel fine. No problem. Good. And good. Um, she and Charlie were going over to... I said, "You want? Were we going to dinner?" And, he, and they said, "Yeah, but we're only going to get a baked potato." <laughs> so they're watching their watching their diets and um, doing good. So I'm doing well. I'm very happy for them. That's Charlie Olvis and Liz Muthard, just in case yes. because we yes. have to. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Friends of the show. <laughs> yeah, we we we're getting better at that. We're getting. Oh, you are. Um, no, it's but, just my turn that time. You usually do it. <laughs> you know, and and um, Foy Trent was a superintendent, and I've never. I don't think I've, well, I never, I've never judged for a Foy Trent dog show. May have been one. What a good little group this is. These guys are Johnny on the spot. And oh, good. When there were some issues with owner handler judges groups, they came down and said, hey, you do it. And they were, I mean, there was no time wasted. If someone was lagging, they just come say to me, hey, you do the group and the owner handler groups. And it worked out real well. We had a very good time and a very good, yeah, good quality entry. Uh, at the top, anyway. And mm-hmm. I had a wonderful puppy here and there, and so you can hope for. So this weekend, I'm really looking forward to stopping into the shows and seeing some old friends and seeing some good dogs and not being there all day. I like being not being there all day once in a oh, while. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Last weekend, I'd, I was at the show, I had local shows. They're about 35 minutes away. And I didn't get there till 2 o'clock in the afternoon. It's mm-hmm. nice being an owner-handler. It is. Yeah, I slept oh, in, yeah. had breakfast, and 
Yeah, off I went. Nice. We were talking about you found the odd puppy here and there. My a good friend of mine up here, John Griffith. You know John Griffith. Yeah, yeah. great guy. And Haley. Uh, yeah, Haley. But but John always has this thing we do each weekend. He'll say, "Who is your dog of the weekend?" But I always say, it "Couldn't be. It couldn't be an established dog. Mm-hmm. It had to be something new that we saw that yeah. weekend." And we we talk about the dog of the weekend. That's what dog? Idea. What dog caught you this weekend? That's not. A top dog, you know. Hmm. I like that idea. Yeah, it's it keeps your eyes peeled too. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's pretty good. What was your dog of the weekend? Well, when, when you start thinking about it, oh, oh yeah, that was a nice dog. Yeah, yeah pretty cool. I just watched. Uh, I when I woke up this morning, <clears throat> a little froggy because I stayed up for the post game show. Post game show. Yeah. Uh, Cheryl said, "Hey, uh, the Westminster Dog Show is on." So I walked out. And there was Paula in my living room doing the working group. <laughs> and it was so cool to watch her and see just the way she ran the ring, her confidence, just her poise. And she did such a great job. But I can tell you, I'm looking that I've never really sat. Well, when you're there, it's one thing. When you're sitting staring at the TV and it's up close and personal and you're thinking the whole time, that was one hell of a working group. Yeah. Very Their exciting. dogs didn't make the cut. That would be best in show winners. Oh early. yeah, for sure. You have to make that decision. You get that kind of quality, right? Yeah, yeah. Beth made a comment. Um, Andrew Brace posted, reposted an article that I wrote about dog show or dog show, and Beth said I agree with Wayne, but it does come down to performance at the end when they're all so equal. Oh, yeah, there's no question. You know, yeah, because you, you have to make it because you get to the point where these dogs are are on the same plane and yeah now that's not always true right i mean there's some best in show laps roads really two and three are picking between but most of them it's so solid that you've got to (laughs) use something my point is i just hope we don't focus on that i hope we don't agree to that especially but i think at that level even group best in show level there's many dogs that even in my career that i show that that i knew were great group dogs had a harder time getting out of the breed. Yeah. And it's because they had that star appeal. And it's human nature, especially when you get to that level, when you see seven beautiful dogs in front of you, and, and that that Milton Coonhound stands out, you know, because he's he's showing up a storm, you know, it's it's it's, it's human nature to be drawn to that, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah if they're all the same level, come handlers, on. I guess. I don't know. Oh, give me a break. <laughs> Those the judges don't when they're doing the breed, you hope they don't think, okay, I, this is really got the best breed type. This is my kind of dog, but I'll bet this dog can go on to best in show. I hope that doesn't happen. Right, you know, right. Where they make right. call in the breed ring. So, but really, it's it's uh, it's so true. You when it comes down to it, when the when the quality is so even, you got to make a choice on something. I hope it's breed type first and then performance second but uh, well, it, it, at it, that it, level you, you usually you know you, you've got seven beautiful dogs in front of you and in most cases they're the the best of those of that day and the star stands out let's face it have you ever have you ever won i'm thinking of the poor Her- carolina hurricanes were the best team on the ice and lost did you ever show a dog will that wasn't the best one of the seven and won best in show Oh yes, there's no question. Yeah. You know because they out they outperform themselves that day. See, that's the danger. Yeah. If he was even with all the others, and he outperformed, that's one thing. If he wasn't even with all, if he's lower than the others and he outperformed them, that's the danger area for me. But congratulations. it is a danger area. But you have. <laughs> I guess you go back to every dog has his day. You know they have that. Because yeah. there are some dogs just rise above sometimes. And Florida Panthers. Yeah. They rose above. They weren't the best team. They rose above. I shouldn't say they weren't the best team. They're not. It, it, it was the Carolina played so well every game. We keep going back to hockey, Will. What happens well, to good analogies. But, but, like, I, I remember... Uh, and uh, This is Mrs. Clark. This, uh, this, this was Mrs. Clark. And... I was showing an English set at the time. There was a golden retriever at the time. And they were the two top dogs in that area. 
And she gave my English letter second to this golden retriever. And I was kind of shocked, you know, because, and she said that the English setter only gave her 7%. And she knew that because she had judged before, she knew he could do better. And that golden retriever gave her 70%. And that was the best that golden retriever ever showed. And she felt that day. So that was Mrs. Clark. And um, so <laughs> who's to say? <laughs> I'll never forget that when I asked because I was young and you know I that was back when I was like what you mean I was second right. <laughs> isn't that funny when you watch these handlers get furious that they went second in the group or exhibitors not just yeah. handlers I mean furious they went I'm like you just went second in the group I should have won it you can't win them all uh, oh you yes, can't lose I can. them all either I guess but <laughs> you can't lose them all I think that's a better expression. What if you lose a bunch? That's how what was the way it went, you know. Mm -hmm. Just sometimes it looked like you won more than you did because you were you were in the ring more. (laughs) That's true. Yeah, that is true. Um, happy birthday to Gay Glasbrook. Oh, yes, Gay Glasbrook. Happy birthday to you. One of our favorite people in the world. Um, Gay's a brilliant photographer and fun and funny and uh, a real horse enthusiast as well. But she takes just beautiful photos. Uh, we have photos of our kids in the hanging in the house that Gay took, just candids that came out great. Yeah, she has that eye in that moment. She's good at catching them. So <laughs> this is a true story. She was standing with us for a couple of days, and I had new. I've had a few motorcycles full, <clears throat> just a couple. <clears throat> Too many. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I had this particularly pretty one. And she was at the house and she, I said, we have to get, I'd like to get a picture of the motorcycle. I was very proud of my work on this thing. So we're sitting around and all of a sudden the sun started to almost set right before the sun's going down and we're eating. And she goes, we got to go. And she jumped on the back of the motorcycle. She goes, go to the beach. Cause I live near the beach. Go to the beach. She's in the back of the motorcycle. All her cameras hanging off and <laughs> flying down there. And then she says, put it up on the jetty. On the jetty, it weighs 800 pounds. <laughs> Somehow she convinced me to ride it up on the jetty. And there I was on these rocks with this moss. And it the picture looks phenomenal. The waves break in the background. But she wanted the sun to be just right. Yeah, it's incredible just to know that, isn't it? Yeah. Just a instinctual experience. Yeah, she's sitting there. Nah, 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 nah. Now, <laughs> and the, the silliest part is she jumps on the back of the motorcycle with cameras hanging all over, and we're flying through Long Branch going to the beach. Yeah, it was pretty funny. She's amazing. She's she is. Like, even the, even some of the lines she comes up with in her oh, ads yeah. are amazing. Yeah. She did. She did. She was the um, did the campaign, the ad campaign for my Irish Setter Piper when I was showing him. And my very favorite ad that she did it was him winning the national under Richard Beauchamp, and it said, "Put that in your pipe and smoke it." And I just <laughs> loved it. I've never forgotten that. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. <laughs> what did you text me? Right after Miss P won the garden. Oh, how about those apples? That was pretty clever. <laughs> that was pretty clever. <laughs> that was pretty clever. Anyway, uh, we do have a happy birthday day, I guess. Yes. We happen to have a crop of photographers right now that we cannot take for granted. Oh, Diana Han? I mean, please. Yeah. Yeah, there are just... these people, and there's many more, many more. I don't want to just mention two. Lisa Cross Elliott, this uh, Congleton, I think. I don't know her name. I'm sorry. But there are so many good ones right now. Yeah. Do you we remember have... Michelle Perlmutter? Oh, gosh. Yeah. Yeah. She was yeah. one when I was young. She was my favorite. I wanted to, I wanted a photo session with Michelle Perlmutter. Yeah. I'd yeah. see these ads, and then at least I just, I thought she caught moments that were just, unbelievable back then i think one of the differences is now we have the great show photographers take your wind picture uh, most of them are pretty darn good but we also have these candid photographers that capture moments that we never typically tried to catch in the yeah. past yeah these moments of exuberance that the second dog wins or the second some dog does something spectacular and i guess when you have these motor drives we can hold your finger in and take five thousand pictures in a second uh, you're going to get a good one too, but doesn't you still have to have the eye? You right. definitely have to, to get catch it. that moment. Like, there's a photo. Go back. Hey, going back to Miss Peel. There's a photo of, of myself. I, don't, I like going back <laughs> showing <laughs> showing Miss P, and she's on the table. And the, I forget the, the judge's name. The judge is just holding her head and looking at her head. Mm-hmm. 
in the background in a little bit blurred, but you know exactly what it is, is Eddie. And you can really? see him watching the How piece cool. head in the judge's hand. It's just That's, the best picture. It's the yeah. best picture. Diana was telling me that she had bulldogs and she went to a dog show and took a couple pictures and never planned on this being her life mission. You know, it amazes me again, especially with Diana and all of them again, do great. I don't know how she does it. She takes all these pictures and she has them posted that night. Oh, I know. I know. Oh, oh, seriously. Please. So you got to give her a due just for that, just for having dedication to her clients to get those oh. up there that fast and for everybody to see, because it's a lot of work. All I can see is somewhere there's in the Midwest, there's an office building with 500 employees of Diana's and, and <laughs> immediately in real time and all the pictures are up there. I don't know how else you'd do it. I, know, I know how tired I am at the end of the day at a dog show. Mm -hmm. And you've got to fly and get there too. By the way, all day yesterday, a good six hours, all I did was flights and hotels. That's all I did. Yeah. Flights, hotels, and then trying to figure out uh, little things like just remind me, I'm gonna book a flight. <laughs> right. Exactly for Westchester. You're flying to Newark for that. Well, we can drive. Uh, to, let's time it so we can rent a car and drive together. Well, we're both judging. No, I'm I'm judging the Saturday before Westchester somewhere. I've got to drive to Westchester from oh, there. Perfect. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Well, and I think it's a good panel. Westchester. There's a bunch of our friends on that one. Yeah. That's until September. We got a lot of things to worry about between now and then, including the uh, shows next weekend, which are for me, the New England Sporting Dark Show. And for you, Will, mm -hmm. where are you where, going next weekend? Where am I next weekend? Oh, I'm at the Irish Center Club of America next weekend. I'm in Kentucky. Are you really? Yes. Wow. Yeah. That's a kid yeah. in the candy store. Oh, for sure. That's going to be so much fun. We're loading up the trucks and we're heading south. Wow. Who's, <laughs> who's adjudicating? Um, Maureen O'Day is, is doing bitches, and I believe Donald Sturz is doing dogs and intersects. Really? Well, that would yeah. be excellent. Yeah. That would be wonderful. Donald's done before, I remember. Yeah. yeah. It's quite a while ago. But yeah, it's that's gonna terrific. be fun. It's going to be great. The top 20 event's going to be there, and we're just, the whole kennel is going down. We're taking the whole kennel. <laughs> uh, I've had the pleasure of judging at the Irish Center National, and the dinner and everything else is pure Irish. It's so. I mean, like the exuberance and spunk of an Irish setter. Yeah. The whole thing is fun. It's just fun. Sure I didn't have to have a good time. And you might get Mary Merrill playing the drums if there's a live band. <laughs> Happened when I was there. <laughs> That's another thing. We forget the talent of the people in the sport, right? Uh, so many people have so many gifts you don't even know about. I just, there was a, a woman, a young woman who sent me a, or posted something positive about me in the judge report card thing. And I don't know her well, uh, but she's without ever that friend thing was whatever. So you look, look up the person to see if there's really a person. And she majored in singing at Berkeley. Who knew that? Mm -hmm. There's, there's so much of those little things along the way that we, um, I think it's the artistic eye. That oh, draws no, no question. No question. One of the reasons we have so many artists in our sport and we also have some um, BS artists in our sport. <laughs> <laughs> Plenty of those, Will. Plenty no, of those. for sure, for sure. What else is going on there, bud? Keeping busy? Oh, keeping busy. Um, with with the onset of the better weather, the lawn has to be kept up, and all those things. And it's uh, it's been good. And the the dogs are all happy. And the Bouviers, I, I'm getting ready to leave for a show, so I had to go around and place all my dogs with their babysitters for the weekend. <laughs> so and I love having all my dogs, but then on the the day before the dog show, mm -hmm. I have to drive around with my little school bus dropping off kids. You know? <laughs> Cool being a pet owner. Oh, Don't I love, love it. it. I love it. It's and when they're not here, like last night, I only had three dogs here last night, and I felt empty. The house felt <laughs> empty. No one was tripping me this morning to go outside <laughs> when the whole pack goes running for the door. They don't, they don't let you open it because they're all banging against the door. <laughs> and you have quite the eclectic pack too, right? Oh my gosh! Yeah. and beagles and Irish setters and uh, border terrier. Oh. I've got, I've got, I've got the two Irish setters, two beagles. Bouvier and Border Terrier. And when they all go piling to the door, it's like, 
And the, the Bouvier is the best one because he'll stand on top of the stairs and wait for the pack to hit the door. Then he'll like, okay, we'll open the door and I'll come down. Ah, <laughs> smart man. Yeah. Smart man. Sometimes, because so- I, I have times so I put them all out. Like right now, they're all having breakfast while we do this because that way they're not interrupting our podcast. Yeah. But Clark, the Bouvier, in the second out, they all go piling out. And he'll, I'll look at the top of the stairs and he'll just look at me like, you can close the door. <laughs> <laughs> I'm staying in right now. We'll watch the news together. <laughs> Isn't that an amazing breed? Oh There's so many breeds that unless you've lived with, you never really appreciate. Do you keep them in coat? No, I cut them down. I We finished them both sides of the border. He was best winner as American National, and now we... I just cut them down. I have a good friend of mine, Nancy, who looks after them when I'm away. Nancy Johnson, she's a she's a a, the dog groomer in town. That's what she. That's like her company's name is, and uh, she loves Clark. She even put a she she has a farm near her shop, so he's off lead there. He can run, but she has the GPS tracker on his collar, and everyone like I forget she forgets to take it off, and he comes home with it. Every once in a while, it goes off. I'll be what is that? Wandering around, it's Clark's collar. <laughs> we had painters here yesterday working on a new piece we're doing by the mantle, and they're great guys. And we don't around here, you leave your house, and the, and the uh, workmen you can just trust them. You don't have to worry about it. So, uh, they're, they're here at the house painting, and one of them left, and it was just Jose was left, and he's a super guy. And the next day, he says, Um, it was really weird yesterday. I heard all this snoring and I thought, I know Wayne's not here. And if he's taking a nap, he left the door open. And then I looked under the chair and there was a little beagle snoring away. And then <laughs> <laughs> it was Hazel. Yeah. He just didn't think of dog snoring. And right. there it was just real. He goes, I couldn't figure out where it's coming from under the chair. Why would you be snoring under a chair? Oh, you're a beagle. <laughs> Unless you're. George Costanza at work. He has the office under his desk, and he builds sure. them where he has a nap. And, yeah. yeah, it's a great place. I did that <laughs> once, too. Didn't I do a podcast? I went under my desk and took a nap, I think. <laughs> but I was, my, my um, A.J. the Beagle, he snores, too. He's this, mm-hmm. this snoring one of my bunch. Nobody else snores here, but A.J. Yeah. snores. Cheryl and, Cheryl and uh, Hazel have a snoring contest every night. <laughs> now, she says, it's me and Hazel, but I've never heard me snore. Yeah. I've never heard me snore either. I've actually woken myself up snoring. (laughs) (laughs) On a plane once, when I was flying all the time, I had a flight attendant wake me up and go, I'm sorry, sir, you're snoring. You're disturbing the people. (laughs) (laughs) I'm turning, it was up in first class, so I'm turning around going, I'm so sorry, people. I didn't. (laughs) So now, especially if I'm sitting up front where I can really relax. And it's a longer trip. I'll tell the flight attendant, hey, or the person sitting next to me, I'll tell them, don't wait for the flight attendant. If I'm snoring, give me an elbow. I don't snore much, but when I do, it's you know, evidently uh, quality. It's quality snore. You, you know what happened to me last week, Wayne? I do not. I went to Shoppers Drug Mart. That's our pharmacy here. It's like your Rite Aid. Yeah. And I, I purchased everything I needed. And I got in line. There was a big line. And I got to, it was my turn and she, the, the teller started punching everything in and she asked me if I was eligible for the discount. Yes. I said, what discount is that? She said, this, the senior's discount. And I stopped and I thought for a second, I'm like, well, how much is the discount? Well, it's 10%, sir. I said, yes, I am eligible for the senior's <laughs> discount. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the first time. <laughs> I it won't be the last. No, I know, but that they, was the first time, and I was I was okay with it. But I yeah. did get in the car right away, and call, I called Monica. And said, "Guess what just happened?" To me? <laughs> <laughs> well, the funny part is, I wouldn't want to be the cashier because they've got to offer it to you. But they can't say, "Are you old?" Right. They've got to say, "Are you do, do are you here for the discount today, or whatever it might be?" Yeah, she was and very good at it. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. And you used to have a big sign that says Wednesday's discount for old people. But if you don't read the sign, you got to, you know. Well, I used to have a, a booth at a local antique mall. 
I just dabbled as mostly sports memorabilia. And I took Liam, my son, there one time, and, and I had to shave. So I was, when I don't, well, obviously I have a gray beard, but I don't shave. And I was walking through, and, the, and Liam was about, I don't know, 10 or 11 at the time. And we walked through, and there was a guy next to me, next to my booth. He's out. Oh, you brought your grandson to show him the ropes, did you? I'm like, <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> Liam, get your coat. We're leaving. <laughs> I took uh, my secretary to lunch on Secretary's Day, and she was quite attractive. And she got up to go to the men's room, and the waiter said to me, What kind of jet do you have? <laughs> What? <laughs> I would have said, nope, she's the one with the jet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a good one. But anyway, uh, we are, you know, getting more mature. Yes. But I'm telling you, Will, when you're on these judging panels, and it's true for even me, you're the youngest you're one. You're the baby. Yeah. Babies. Yeah. It takes so long to get approved to judge that when you finally have enough to actually get assignments, you're going to be 60s. We have a few younger ones, Megan Reese Passel and um, Alessandra, I guess is probably not, well, maybe she's over, I don't know. But boy, there's lots of babies uh, that are sitting there looking up at us old, old men who aren't very old because we're the only ones that have jumped, enough, jumped through enough hoops to become a judge. Yeah. It's... Uh, most people are 70s and 80s. That's a, that's not young. No, and it's hard on their bodies at that age. To, to, yes. I, I know how tired I am after judging all day. You know, yeah. it's, 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 it's a lot of work. And it's not just a time when we, there, we do more, far more work as judges outside the ring than inside the ring. As far as paperwork and bookkeeping and flights and hotels and meals and do I need a rental car? Do I not? Can I pull? Can I carpool with Steve? You know, there's all kinds of things that go through your head that uh, take time and effort. But we wouldn't do it. We're not complaining. We wouldn't do it in case we, unless we loved it. And I sure love it. And I think anybody who does this, I hope that there aren't those that eventually that did it because they love it. You know, applied and got to be a judge yeah. because they love it. I hope that when they get to the point where they're just grouchy and don't really want to do this anymore, but have to, they rethink it. Right. That's just, I see them. Well, these are friends of ours too. I see them I'm like, man, just stop. You're not having fun in there. You're making it miserable for the other exhibitors. Just either get happy or move on. Um, yeah. I don't know. But then there's some though, I, and I hate to say it, is that some some of them have a game face that just looks grouchy because yeah. I know them and they're not grouchy and they're actually having fun in there and they enjoy yeah. that people think they're grumpy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's true. Uh, I had a, the woman from the trial club call me yesterday about the donation thing, and she was telling me that she showed a Labrador to Bonnie because she knows we're fans of Bonnie Throwfall, and uh, she said that she was so nervous she dropped the leash. And she thought Bonnie was going to kill her because Bonnie can look very stern. And Bonnie just said, pick the leash up and go again. And she did. And Bonnie gave her first in the class because she had the best one. That's the Bonnie we know. She's hysterical. But oh, you don't want to be a yeah. jerk in a ring. You don't want to be a swirly gigger or those, you know, spin around the back people. That's not going to go well with Bonnie or me or you. Well, maybe you. I don't know. <laughs> Do you tell, what's, the, what's the phrase you use? Oh, if they go over there and check yeah, their yeah. phone and do their, I just yeah. go on to the next dog. <laughs> was that spin fart something? No, swoop, turn, dip, fart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I didn't have anybody try that on me at the garden this year. Maybe one. No, I know. I watched you and I yeah. thought, oh, that one's going to get out of his nerves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Most of them are very good. I had a young handler, I think it was a junior, last week, and they said, I said, down and back. And she says, when I come back, do you want me to face you or go sideways? I never had anybody ask that before. Yeah. Well, that's she listens They're to the just podcast. making sure she's, I guess she's trained both ways. So she, yeah. Because yeah. I get that I do in my class too, because they often ask me what they should mm -hmm. do if the judge doesn't tell them. I said, well, most times, if you want them to, 
the judge wants you to come straight in, they kind of gesture to come straight in. Yeah. Otherwise, I give a little bit of a three quarters so you can see both. I said, but it's it's really up to the judges are mobile. They can wander. No, we can't. We can't. We're too, <laughs> old. We're too old. My answer to that is very simple. I say, when I'm judging, you definitely come straight back. When I'm showing, if my dog has a bad front, I'm going sideways. <laughs> <laughs> That's not do always I, the case. I do just as I say, not as I do. <laughs> my favorite, though, is when you ask to see the bite and they show it to themselves. Their head's in the way because like, they've never seen it. <laughs> you <know? laughs> okay, you showed yourself the bite. Now, may, may I see it? <laughs> that is so true. I hadn't oh, yeah. thought of that. The yeah. hair, you get a lot of hair. Oh, yeah. yeah. They turn, they look at it. Oh, yeah. How is it? Tell me. I'll trust you. <laughs> By the way, uh, in the groups, you don't get the little, in the in your breed book, in your judge's book, you get the little thing that says F for front side. Yeah. You know? And you can go through the, when you're doing the breed, you know, because it's right there. Because really, don't think we can remember 200 bites. Don't even oh, exactly. go there. Not even 14. It's just not that, especially among retrievers where it's different, even though they're all retrievers. So you got to check. But when you're asked to do the toy group or herding group or any group, and you're in there, you're like, uh-oh, <laughs> I hope they know what to do. And the owner handler group, maybe not, uh, if they're new at it, if they're not different. But you have to hope that they're doing it right. And by the way, when I judge the breed, and I've already checked teeth and testicles, do I... <laughs> Why do I even bother after doing that in the group? In yeah. fact, why can't I just take them down and back? <laughs> in Canada, we don't have to. You don't have to re-examine them. You can just move them. Really? Yeah, that's great. Yeah. I like that. I like they. You'd get nicked on the judge report card. They'd say, "Yeah, yeah." There's some judges because all it says in the in the rules appears they have to have an individual go around or movement. Yeah. It doesn't say down and back. Doesn't say go. So some you'll get some judges that'll stop you. Okay, run the ring one at a time. And then they'll make their decision at the end because they've seen the individual go around. That's yeah. that's the individual movement. So yeah, like when yeah. Bob Moore judged up here, that group was done in 30 seconds. <laughs> you know? I know. And you know, I, I have to say that among the judges, we might be sitting there going, I'm gonna fly through this one for because I have a flight, or don't let them do it, let him do it, because he can get us in and out of here. Uh, it's all fun and we sort of mean it. Yeah, but it's not to say that we're not paying attention or don't want to do the right thing it's just that sometimes um you can do it faster than people want to do and do a good job of it right sometimes the judges that were known to be quite quick i used to go and ask them before they started i'd say how enthusiastic are you today <laughs> and bob moore answered me one one time he said leave your truck running <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Charlie can yeah. fly through too. Oh Charlie. God, Charlie's good. Yeah, and, and it's amazing how fast Charlie is because the miles he walks while he's uh, doing it. <laughs> I watched him again this weekend. He just takes off. Oh just my God! Yeah. You know it's fun, and I don't know if, if we had no rep at the show this weekend. And um, it's a free for all. It's you don't mind like I have a minute between something. And Charlie just went over the worst dog I've ever seen. And I can't help but go over and go, you know, throw that one out, Charlie, or what? You know, that's the kind of stuff that you're you're thinking, you're you're gonna watch something else when you have a second. It's just human nature. If there's no dogs in the ring, you're gonna turn and start looking. And that happens sometimes. And that's the fun of it. And then at the end of the day, we review, we, we review <laughs> some of those calls. And it's fun. I just don't like it when there's when Every once in a while, you'll have a judge knocking some dog. That really, yeah. boy, mm -mm. not, not, not. Cool. And you can, it's usually so transparent. You can tell where they're, where they're trying to lead you. Yeah. So. Yeah. Which makes yeah. you go the other way sometimes. We're humans. Human beings will. That's, That's right. Weird. That's right, Wayne. We're no longer canines. We have canines. We don't. Okay. <laughs> Jeez. So off I go to the English Tour Spaniel um, National. I'm excited. And. I checked the premium list, and it does say in memory of Clifford, oh. the trophy that I'm. Uh, oh, nice, very nice. Yeah. Clifford was my English toy spaniel, ladies and gentlemen. His picture's behind us, and, and on the radio you can see it. Yeah, you can see it. <laughs> oh, lights hit nice. It looks very nice. He was the greatest dog I ever had. He was well. I don't know. Killian might argue with that, but uh, Clifford was the smartest little bugger and. I someday will have another. I love the breed. Now, it is a wonderful breed. 
Well, that's I had one in my class the other day. Her name was Miley Cyrus. <laughs> <laughs> Doug and Jamie Redder. She was the cutest thing. Miley Cyrus. <laughs> Did she have a raspy bark? No, no, but she she wasn't sure about me, so I just scooped her up and I held her in my arm while I did the rest of the class until she got oh, over me. That's a great idea. Yeah. I just love them. the. It's again, if unless you've lived with the breed, we didn't. I didn't have my. I wasn't looking for an English toy spaniel. Uh, you know, at that point, we just had pointers, and Haley went to. I think we went to the garden. Our daughter Haley. And she said, I'd like, she was three or four. She, I like one of those. I'm like, oh, geez, really? Boy, that dog ended up being a great. And we had another one after that for my sister. But I just love the breed. As a handler, you get to know certain breeds. And I'm telling you, if I were independently wealthy, Wayne, this house would be full. Yeah. <laughs> because there are so many breeds I just love. You know? I just Doolittle. love. Yeah. You'd be Doctor Doolittle. You have all I would the be. I just there's just certain dogs that I just think they are the funniest, the smartest, the coolest. You know, I yeah. just there's what breeds have you never owned that you'd like to own? Uh, you know what? I've always I, I just I, I've always loved Irish Terriers. Me too. I've always yeah. loved how cocky they are, how confident yeah. they are, that mm-hmm. sharp look in their eye. I just mm-hmm. I remember watching Irish Terriers being sparred at the garden one year and just the way they came out and stalked each other. I just, it just gave me goosebumps. I just, I think the outline is beautiful. I think it's not the, not the, uh, not a clat, not a, a traditional terrier yeah. outline because of their raciness and how they carry themselves. And it's just, I just, I think, and then they, I make they they are Irish. Oh, they are oh. Irish. You can see two boys in the schoolyard walking up to each other like that, you know. <laughs> That's for sure. Or out of a pub after a few. It's all probably because of a girl. <laughs> it's, it's true. It's true. I've always wanted That's to That's why stud dogs are stud dogs. They act that way because of girls. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. And that's true across all species. Yeah. Uh, I've always wanted to have a Welsh Terrier, speaking of Terriers. I just, I don't know why. They just, I just always liked them. And I guess I've met a couple that I really like. But there's plenty of breeds that never come to mind that if someone said, hey, I've got one of these, I might go, hmm. I don't know. It wouldn't have a lot of hair. It wouldn't have a whole lot of hair. Uh, I wouldn't want, I love Newfoundlands and St. Bernard's. And uh, Cheryl had a great Pyrenees. By the way, beautiful Pyrenees in a group at the garden. Um, I Cheryl, love that breed. Yeah, we when we met, she had a Pyrenees. I I love them all, but I don't want all that hair and drool at this stage of my life for me. <laughs> so it's just going to be a, a shorter coated dog or something I can wash in a half hour. And and the older I get, the more I want them small enough to sit under to go under the seat of a plane. <laughs> cool enough, cool enough. I tried with my Irish Wolfhound. I tried with. Them. Uh, <laughs> But there, it's it's amazing because there are some of those bigger breeds that are just such characters. Like you, 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 you watch a Saint Bernard look at you, and it's like, is he thinking? <laughs> and I'm sure it's hilarious. <laughs> I just said I wouldn't want a big hair dog at drool, and I just said my, one of my favorite dogs ever was my Wolfhound. So I just contradicted <laughs> myself. When we would be, Cheryl would be, you know, walking through the house cleaning whatever, and I'd be behind her, and I'd like to vacuum and whatever anything with a power tool, and. <laughs> Where so all of a sudden we look and eight feet up on the wall would be a big goober. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> One of my favorite pictures is remember we were visiting you and Killian was lying in the in the room from the, the fireplace and bed Mark Bedus was there and I was there. And I I was on the floor and I think I was sort of leaning on Killian. He was like a horse. Yeah. <laughs> he was like a horse laying there like in your horse. living room. <laughs> what a, I love that. You're sitting in your chair talking to us and we're looking up at you you know and there's Killian laying on the floor it was terrific gosh yeah. that was great fun the uh I remember our vet I draw blood uh from Killian through on his leg and he he's got the needle in there and he goes I haven't done this since vet school and I said really he's never drawn blood he goes not on a horse <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he said to feel just like it where I have to go I have to oh what a great dog that was. yeah jeez I love that's that a good breed. dog if you haven't you haven't been an Irish Wolfhound National in America, well, we got to do that sometime. No, but you I certainly the, love the breed. Three hundred of them coming in the ring—it's unbelievable. There's nothing like it. No specialty like it. 
It well, is I, just unbelievable. I showed for a woman named Judith Ryan when I showed when I was showing dogs, and I remember going to see her house to look at Irish wolfhounds. And you'd go into her house, and it's quiet. There's nothing. Yeah. I'm like, where are the dogs? Then she'd make a sound, and like all these heads would pop up. It was like Jurassic <laughs> Park, and, blah, 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 blah. and then we're outside, and we're looking at. She, I think she had a beefing hounds or a feral hounds too. We're looking at those, and I said, where are the dogs? And then she made a sound, and you could hear wood snapping behind yeah. you, and because she lived in a wooded property, like a woods, yeah. And it was like a pack of wolfhounds, and they came driving up to the house. <laughs> Things are breaking, but they didn't touch us. They just stopped in front of us, and it was incredible. It really was. It opened my eyes to how wolfhounds like they're 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 how they're they're quiet, but they are powerful. They're a powerful they breed. They are. They're magnificent, like their yeah. standard says. The Killian wasn't always good at stopping. He was like me skating. Well, he couldn't stop. <laughs> and sometimes you go no, 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 and you try to sidestep him, and he bam, and no. He'd hit you with that head, and you knew you got hit. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Think about those things when you, when you, you know, when people go buy a breed that they think looks cool, uh, even dog show people. I think I'll get one of those. Then you realize, well, that's inconvenient, and it's going to live for so many years. You oh. got to put up with it. So, uh, as yeah. as men walking through a Great Dane holding area, yeah, be careful those tails. Yeah, you do well. <laughs> Killian and I had some of those discussions. Yeah, they once, those tails. Every once in a while, he got you again. Yeah, he did. Oh. <laughs> you were hoping it was his tail and not his head as much as it hurt. <laughs> what a great dog. But I always wanted yeah. to own one of those, and I did. And I yeah. don't regret it for one second. I love well, it. I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure there will be other breeds out there that I will have in my house at some point. Yeah. Just because I Miniature wire so here, cool. Dachshund. I'd like a uh, mini wire. I think yeah. those are great little dogs too. And the older I get, they can fit under a plane. And they're so darn cute. Well, Allison and I had a, a papillon. Oh. And his name was Dustin Hoffman. <laughs> <laughs> he was the coolest little dog. It wasn't much of a show dog, but he was the coolest little dog to have, to have around. Dustin Hoffman. So smart. Hoffman, so papillon. smart. <laughs> and right now, Will, you know, papillon's come and failing the drop yep. ears. And with your headphones on, you're kind of looking like a Faleen Papillon. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you might want to start speaking French instead. Anyway, uh, Papillons have always been on my list. And I came close a couple of times. Cheryl's not fond of the way they look. And that's good enough. If someone's not, doesn't right. look insane. You know, I love the way they look. And they're so smart. At the UKC, we, you know, we had 500 titles available. And the Papillons would have all of them. They're so smart. They can do anything. By the way, you know what's cool? Looking through the Westminster catalog at the gun dogs that I got to judge, you wouldn't believe how many have titles at the end of their name. I love that. I love that. It means not only that they can do the job they're intended or or job they weren't intended, even if it's racing or something, but more important, it shows that those people have a bond with their dog. They can do all those things. And when someone has the time and effort and passion to do all of those things, get all of those titles, they've made a bond with that dog that's unbreakable. We could, If we could get more pet owners to participate, and we have, I think, not me, um, I think they have. You see more questionable dogs for breed and performance events. I think now you can have mutts and most, I'm sorry, crossbreds and most performance events. And that's great because that shows people are spending time with their dog. With their they don't dogs, go back right. to shelters. You know, the ones yeah. that have a bunch of titles don't go back to shelters. You get returned to their breeder because the person's bored with them. So good on you for getting all those titles. And even in uh, in gun dogs, it won't just be a JH anymore, a junior hunter. Just you'll see some master hunters in there. Mm -hmm. That's just cool stuff. And the dual, uh, I had a Britney special. The dual champion was my best of opposite and pressed real hard for best of breed. I love that. I love, oh, from the field track class, she came. So I'm all about that. I think it's a cool thing. Wait, it's keep cool. up the good work, people. Yep, I agree. Keep up the good work. We're going to try to keep up the good work, too. I've got to get to the dog show, Will. All I right. Oh, you bathe something. Or I have to get to work here. Johnny's uh, Johnny's first in line. He just do knows you, it. Do you bath them or bathe them? I forget. I think I bath them. You do it them. differently than we do. I bath them. 
or do you I bet. bathe them? I do both. I, I do yeah. both. I think it's just on my mood, tomato, yeah. tomato, yeah. bathe, bath. Parts, I think you spend enough time down here where you got the bath thing. But when, when have some bathe, yeah. All I know is whenever someone from Canada says they're going to bath their dog, I've never heard it before, except for in dogs and Canadians. Those you people with the courage. Well, we, you know, we bathe their dogs and then we go sit in the Chesterfield. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or walk a boot our property. <laughs> I've got a Chesterfield joke I'll tell you off the air. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right. I think all it's right. time for us to say goodnight here at the Dog Show Drive. Hit it, Will. Stay safe out there, guys, and we'll see you or I'll speak with you next week. Party on, Gert. No way. Way. Better be paying attention, Doc. Thanks for the <laughs> Don't Ernie use this in the blooper reel. That's right. We love you, Ernie. <laughs> Don't put that in, Ernie. <laughs> quit taking yourself so damn seriously. We didn't mention hockey. Isn't that unbelievable? We've had it, Doc. Man, they want to see it in a blueprint. This is good. We're going to be here in a second, Wayner. Don't lose it, Doc. <laughs>